Hi, I'm Heidi Hope. Welcome to the She's Gone Free podcast, a show where I share my story as a creative entrepreneur and mother, my journey to a full heart, my often messy ADHD artist brain, and the stories, hearts, and minds of other incredible women who have healed, found joy, and stepped into their greatness to live a life on fire with purpose. You have found this podcast because you are ready to walk this path too, and I'm so glad you're here. Promise me you'll never again settle for anything less than fire, that which lights you up and burns away everything that is no longer meant for you. Fire transforms, and it sets you free. Hey friends, it's Heidi Hope, and I am here to talk about one of my favorite topics, again, (laughs) and that is um, how to avoid creative burnout. And this is a pretty timely topic because we are about to head into the holiday season. I coach a lot of creative entrepreneurs and photographers, and this is usually the time when things get really hectic. So not only are our work schedules more demanding, but our children have more demanding school schedules and there's all the shopping to do and all the parties to attend and it just can be pretty overwhelming on our bodies and our minds and our spirits so i want to talk to you today about how to avoid creative burnout when you do have so much more on your plate burnout is not inevitable this time of year and i would argue that burnout is not even natural it is not the way we are supposed to operate. It is not the way we are supposed to run our business. Now, I'm somebody who I do have ADHD, and when I was in college, I was a really high achiever. So I would, I was a crammer. So I would procrastinate and then I would cram. <laughs> um, and I, anytime things would slow down for me, I inevitably got really sick. Getting sick every time your world slows down is a sure sign that you are pushing yourself too hard and that you are burning out. Because if the only time we give our bodies rest is when we get sick with something, we know that we are not regularly taking care of ourselves the way that we should be. And I didn't realize that when I was younger. I really didn't realize that until about my 30s. Even in my career in the early years, I started my first business at 2007. Um, I, I just went and went and went as much as possible. I worked as much as possible. And I worked on the weekends and I worked at night and I had a young baby at home. And, and there was no off switch for me until I got sick, really. And I had a reoccurring pinched nerve in my neck that would come up multiple times per year. And I did everything, you know, I tried medication and I tried uh, chiropractor and I went for massages, but it wasn't enough to combat the level at which I was trying to perform constantly without any rest. Since then, I have learned that we really, we have a creative cycle Everybody, whether you think you're creative or not, we all have a cycle. And especially women, we're, we're cyclical beings. Um, and, the, and men are too. But a, a man's hormonal cycle is every 24 hours. That's when their hormones change within their body, every 24 hours. So like men, masculine energy, the sun are like kind of like the sun. Every 24 hours, they rise and set. A female's body is on a 28-day schedule-ish. Of course, it, that can be disrupted based on what's going on with our hormones. But roughly speaking, we're on about a one-month schedule. 
um, similar to the moon. So feminine energy, the moon and women, we're on this different schedule. We live in a man-based culture society that has built upon the 24-hour workday, right? And, and we don't necessarily honor our own cycles of creativity. I have found in my, and I, this could be different for different people, but I have found my own creative cycle, once I started to pay attention to it, really reflects about a one month cycle of energy. So I'm going to talk to you guys about that today and how we can honor that cycle in a way to help avoid burnout. If you honor that cycle and you rest, you plan to rest or you plan to reduce your schedule a little bit in your down times, in the times when you're not so high energy, and then you plan your most productive work and your biggest to-dos and your, your biggest goals for those high energy periods, you can really harness the energy of your body and work with it instead of working against it. So often we are self-critical when we're feeling tired we're self-critical, we're, we feel down in the dumps, we feel burnt out, maybe we do get sick, and we're, we get so mad at ourselves for not being 100% productive all the time every single day. But that's not the way that we're built. It's not, it goes against the very fabric of our bodies and how we're made. So scheduling rest is incredibly important to the overall cycle. First thing, I want to talk to you about what the creative cycle is. So this is something I actually began speaking on early in my career, and I had I was not paying attention to my own body. I was really just paying attention to my creativity. And I noticed that I would have phases where I was super inspired and very intuitive and very able to like visualize the future and all my ideas would come to me. So there was always this part of the cycle that I'll just call inspiration, but it is it was my most intuitive, most um, most re- receptive. It was when I could receive a lot of ideas and inspiration um, for what I was going to create. So that was always the first phase of the cycle. Then there was times when I felt very high energy. I was very enthusiastic. I had a lot of energy. I could go, 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 go. I could work late into the night. Um, But I had this well of enthusiasm that I was drawing out of at that time. So this is a very action-oriented period in the creative cycle where you just get stuff done, right? You just create what you need to create. You just cross things off the to-do list and and you can harness that energy. This is also a time that I usually was feeling more inspired to like exercise, work out, move my body. I just was higher energy in general. So I'm curious if you can kind of relate to this, this process or if you've noticed in the past there are times when you were super inspired or felt super active and then there are other times when maybe you didn't. After that super active period, we have to rest. Our mind, body, spirit has to rest after all of that activity. If you think about an Olympic athlete, an elite athlete, they schedule rest in. I have friends who are marathon runners. God bless them. (laughs) That is not, I am no marathon runner and I'm definitely not an elite athlete. Um, But I watch them as they train and they have days of rest scheduled in. 
all the way up through their training process. It's like, you know, every couple of days they have a long run and then they, they rest. They have a day or two of rest afterwards because they know our bodies are not capable of doing, doing, doing. And just because your way of doing, just because you're not a marathon runner doesn't mean you don't also require rest. In fact, I like to think that my mind is the marathon runner in my body, <laughs> that my mind run, runs marathons. My body doesn't need to. And if I don't learn to sh- give it the time to shut off and shut down, then I will inevitably burn out. And it, it has happened so many times to me that I can recognize the pattern now. And I have daily practices in place that can help me rest. So after that super active period, we need the rest period. We need to allow ourselves to rest. And just from a creative perspective, if you have a large creative project, like you're launching a business or you're launching a new course or you're writing a book or you just have a a really big deadline at work or you have some kind of high pressure scenario or you're doing something at home, like you're throwing a party for one of your kids, whatever, something that is a lot of output mentally and physically, just preparing for the holidays, for example, is it could be that. After you have that high period of output, you have to schedule some rest and some self-care where your mind and body can relax a little bit. If you don't do that, there is no new energy, no space within your mind, body, spirit for you to receive new ideas. So that next phase next next time the cycle comes around again if you if you skip rest and you jump right into uh inspiration and ideas again you're not going to be at your most productive level you're not going to have the space to receive those really brilliant ideas and the really creative inspiration and the motivation and so that's that's a hallmark of burnout is lack of motivation uh of feeling uh, underappreciated, of feeling like nobody notices how hard you work, of becoming detached and not caring about your work anymore. If you've ever felt those things of just this like complacency, no enthusiasm, that's burnout right there. That's exactly what that is. When you just become so tired of doing, 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 and there's no well of inspiration left within you to move forward and you're just going through the motions, that's burnout. So we can look at the creative cycle, which I understood to a great degree because I've always been in the creative arts. So I always knew there was that cycle. What I didn't realize that as a woman, it actually coincides with our cycle, our hormonal cycle every month too. If you've ever heard of Kate Northrup before, you can look her up. She talks a lot about this in her work. Um, in fact, her I think her like recent courses that she's been running are actually called Do Less. <laughs> um, and I found her a couple of years ago, and I really resonated with her message because it was at the about the time that we were leaving our studio, and I was very much passionate about learning to do less um, because I had gone through the burnout cycle so many times and. I got to the point where I really just felt like my business wasn't worth running anymore. Like it just, if if I was going to feel physically ill all the time and, you know, I was only in my 30s and here I was with this like really painful reoccurring back pain and actually at one point I lost um, all feeling in my right arm, which is my shooting arm. And so I had to go to physical therapy and everything for that. Um, I felt like I was missing out on so many things with my kids. 
especially this time of year, if you're a photographer, you can probably relate. This time of year, we get so busy and we tend to take all the jobs that we can and we don't say no to anything and we really lose, we let our boundaries slip out of fear. That's really fear-based decision-making because we're afraid that the money is not going to be there, you know, three or four months from now or six months from now. And so we say yes to way more than we can possibly handle. And then we begin to miss out on our family. So here we are creating all these memories for other families and we're missing out on really spending quality time with the people that we love. And then we cut ourselves short. We're rushed to do our own things. We're rushed to get our shopping done. Um, and it, and it all feels very burdensome and it, and it is burdensome on our bodies and our minds. So we tend towards those feelings of burnout that I described earlier. So our, our cycle, our hormonal cycle every month as women too, um, also reflects the creative cycle. So this is interesting. If you start paying attention to it in like in the coming month, in the coming few months, pay attention to like what parts of the month you have the most energy in the beginnings of our cycle. That's usually when we're the most intuitive, when we're the most inspired, when we get the most ideas. We have kind of this childlike, it's when we're the most confident. It's when we're the least self-critical. And so that's, that's the time to dream and visualize and journal and plan for the future. That's the time to set our goals, set our big goals, to dream big for ourselves. And then the middle of our cycle is where we are the most energetic. So this is when like high intensity workouts are greater and take action and accomplish your to-do list um, because you're working with the natural energy cycle of your body. Then towards the end of the cycle is sort of like when PMS sets in, where this is when we're the most highly critical, we're the most emotional, we're the most reflective. So this is a good time to um, tap into more of the heart of our work and to begin to slow down a little bit, to reflect on what we've done, to assess what we've done. And then finally, at the very end of our cycle is when we need to rest. And that's when you might want to lighten your schedule, plan an actual day off. You could actually just incorporate like one good day of rest every month where you're just doing really low energy products. It's not that you're not working at all, but you're doing the things that are a little more low energy and you're keeping the more high energy products for when your body actually feels that level of energy. Then by allowing yourself to rest at that point when you naturally feel tired and down, instead of being self-critical, instead of forcing yourself through things, you're going, you're going to rebound much faster with the inspiration, the enthusiasm, and the, the energy and the action to move forward again. So I think it's really being able to observe yourself and have compassion for those low energy time periods because we do live in a culture that is productivity obsessed and it's a very, and, and people don't consider rest productive. But in my experience, rest is extremely productive if you really harness it when it is, when your body's calling for it. And then when you are feeling more high energy and excited and like doing it all, then do all the things then, you know, really harness the energy at that phase of your cycle too. All right, so once you start paying attention to your cycle and how you feel, your own personal creative cycle, and it's different for everybody, so you have to become the observer a little bit about your own natural patterns. Once you pay attention to that, 
you can start to set up your schedule and your routine to honor those fluctuations in energy. You can also set boundaries. So boundaries are really important when things get super busy. You know, when when things aren't as busy, I guess we don't need them as much. When things get really busy, it's so important to set them and stick to them. So if you are a creative business owner, it's really important. And and honestly, even if you're not a creative business owner, even if you're just you're just looking ahead at your holiday season and thinking about everything on your to-do list, it's so great to just pull up your calendar, like your Google calendar, and think about make a list of some of the bigger tasks that you have on your plate. And And think about how long those things actually take you. And I like to do this on Google Calendar because you can block, you can kind of color block out your schedule. But let's just say, take a photographer, for example. Let's say for every uh, session that you shoot, you know, it's a 30-minute session, you spend two hours editing. So so you want to actually block off for every single gallery. How long does it take you to, to, to edit that gallery? And when is it due? Not ju- we tend to just put our sessions in the schedule, right? And what about uh, client correspondences? And what about product fulfillment and Christmas card design? So you put all of those work tasks in, and then and if you're just working a uh, nine to five, p- block out your nine to five. Then what do you have to do outside of work? What do you have to do for the holidays? How long is shopping going to take you? How long are your family Christmas cards going to take you? How long is the bake sale going to take you? How long and and begin to block some of those things out in your calendar so you can visually see what t- kind of time you have left in a day. It's important to think about that in like September, October, before you start saying yes to everything. Because you may look at a weekend, you may get an invitation for something over a weekend and think, yeah, I can do that. I'm free on Saturday. But you haven't allotted for the amount of work that you have to do. How long is it going to take you to wrap your presents? How many times a week do you clean your house? Like block it all in. What about grocery shopping? Block it all in there. If you're somebody who's repeatedly burnt out, it means that you're overcommitting or you're underestimating how long things are going to take you so that then there's no time left. So really block everything out and include the things that you want to do for yourself. Include the yoga class or include your daily workout. Block it all because another thing that tends to burn us out is as we say yes to more and more things during a busy season, we lose our hours in the day and the things we start to drop are the self-care. They're the very things that we need the most. So working out, if that's usually part of your daily routine and then all of a sudden things get busy and you drop it, it's really not good for your mental health. In fact, chances are if you kept the workout, you would be more productive the whole rest of the day. So really setting those commitments and, and boundaries and honoring them. And when you have it all laid out and kind of blocked out on the calendar, You can see like I actually, although Saturday doesn't have plans, I do have about eight hours of work to put in doing all the things I need to catch up on doing because my weeks have been so busy during the week. And in this way, we can ensure that we do not run ourselves completely ragged because we're not operating at our best when we do that. The work we do at work isn't our best work. The time that we give to our families isn't our best time. We tend to feel tired. We lose patience. And frankly, we just don't find the joy in life. And and going into 
the holidays and knowing that we're going to spend time with our family, we want to be able to be fully present there and not exhausted and not burnt out and not in tears. Um, We want to feel the joy of the season that we give to so many other people. Think about how hard you're working. Why? Why do we work so hard? Because we want to bring joy to everybody else. We want the season to be magical for our kids. We want our family to enjoy it. We want to show how much we love everybody. So we do and do and do and, and we sacrifice ourselves to show everybody else how much we love them. But if we can turn around and take care of ourselves and commit to ourselves in the same way that we commit to others, then we can show up even better for them. And we can show up better in our jobs and our relationships um, and with the people that we love. So I encourage you this holiday season to pay attention to your energy cycle throughout the month, of, you know, in the coming months. Pay attention to it because as you, as you observe it and take note of it, you will begin to restructure in the coming year. And this could be New Year's goal for you. Maybe you want to join us for Unbound for the coaching program that starts in January because we go into this in depth. You can begin to create for yourself a new cycle that really honors your energy levels and avoids burnout and keeps you inspired. Um, it will keep you from feeling stuck. It will c- keep you from feeling in a rut. It will keep you from feeling like you want to throw in the towel. So if you're if you're at a place where you're like, gosh, I just haven't felt in- inspired in a long time, you're probably burnt out. And, and the key for that is scheduling yourself some rest and some self-care. Self-care is not just something that we, we can do seasonally, but it really is something we can do every single day in little ways, really, really small ways, incorporating small things into our routine that are for our mind, body, and spirit, keep us from getting to the place of burnout because every day we're taking care of ourselves. Every day we're observing and paying attention and and giving ourselves a little bit of a break. In fact, even as I work now, I schedule breaks in all day, little breaks. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the Pomodoro technique, but it's a system of working for a period of time and then taking a mini break, like a five-minute break, and then working for a period of time and taking a mini break. It has helped so much with my ADHD symptoms of lack of focus, uh, lack of concentration, I'm easily distracted, my sense of overwhelm. Just by breaking it up and taking these little headspace breaks, I'll call it, I am so much sharper and more focused and more productive when when I am focused on work. We're not meant to stay on all the time. We are meant to have an off switch. We are meant to have breaks. That's how our brains work best. If you study the brain, you will see that is how our brains work best. And if you're not interested in studying the brain, you can just trust me that that having these short periods of super focus and then taking yourself, giving yourself these mini breaks and having a longer break in the middle of the day, whether that's for lunch or taking a walk or just doing something creative or listening to a book or a podcast or something inspirational or just listening to music or meditating, take stretching, doing yoga. It's so powerful for us. I was I I spent most of my life thinking the best way to be productive is to keep being productive. The best way to be productive is to keep doing. And I could outdo anyone. I could just keep going, you know, until I couldn't anymore, until I got burnt out. And that would inevitably happen. 
it doesn't happen when you honor your creative cycle, when you honor your energy levels as they change, when you allow yourself to rest, when you're having a down day, you allow yourself to have a down slower day because you know that the high energy returns, that this is just, this is temporary and it's a cycle and there will be days that you do double and there'll be days that you need to cut it in half. Um, and that's all okay. It's all okay. And in this way, you're working with your own system. You're working with your own body. You're working with your own cycle. Um, and it really, that is your superpower when you can learn to get into that. That's how we get into our flow state. That's how we get into our genius zone. That's how we extend into the world what we are here to do. That's how we help impact others. Um, and it's wild because when you start doing that, when you are always operating out of that space of honoring your own energy and flow and genius and, and enthusiasm, everything becomes more effortless. Doors begin to open for you. Opportunities present themselves. And you really do have your best ideas and best creative uh, inspiration and real joy, real a real sense of joy in your work. It is this natural extension of joy from within you when you are out there in the world serving in the way that only you were meant to serve. So let me know if you've ever noticed your own creative cycle, if you've noticed periods in the past where you maybe needed extra rest. Have you ever gotten to the point of burnt out? Do you feel burnt out frequently? Do you think that by watching your own natural patterns of energy that you could perhaps harness them to become more productive and also to be, have be more compassion for yourself when you are feeling a little bit lower level energy. And this is something now that I think we can all teach our children too. Like it is an unfortunate byproduct of kind of the industrialization of the Western world that we're all on this like 24-hour clock that every single day needs to be the same and the same amount of productivity Productivity, where it really, it really goes against our human nature. And so if we can teach our children these same kind of mechanisms of coping with their own work we can help make them their most productive selves too and we can help them grow up to be less self-critical and less hard on themselves when they need to rest rest is not selfish it is not unproductive in fact I really believe from my experience that allowing yourself to rest will actually make you the most productive person that you can be in your job and in your home life and in all of your relationships. So I want to hear from you if you've ever experienced any of this before, if you're already kind of planning things cyclically, if you've, if you've been burnt out before, if you're ready to stop being burnt out and you're going to try to observe your own patterns and maybe schedule in that extra day of rest for yourself. I hope that you do. If you like today's episode, subscribe to the channel and share it to inspire someone else today. You can rate and review this podcast so it reaches more ears. And of course, I always love your comments. Follow me on your favorite social media platforms at Heidi Hope, Photographer Rising, and She's Gone Free. Or visit HeidiHope.com to get on my insider list and hear about upcoming coaching and online learning opportunities. Thanks for listening.